You're tuning to the Portkey Cast, a weekly Harry Potter podcast where we follow the books chapter by chapter. Good evening, everybody. It is Thursday. We're recording on our normal day today. Last week, we were recording on a random Sunday, right? That was last week, right? I don't know, but this week, it's so late. It's really not (laughs) any later than we normally record, but because of daylight savings, on the way over, it felt like nine o'clock at night, and we're both like, oh my God, it's so late, but it's not. Uh, So, uh, you're listening to PortkeyCast. I'm Jonathan. I'm Alicia. <laughs> As I stopped her right when she was about to inhale her bronchitis medicine. <laughs> nice. Alicia, Alicia is still sick. Um, do, are you feeling better, though? No. Okay, no, it's not helping. <laughs> I feel fine. I'm a little tired from... Uh, this is my very busy time of the year, so I work a lot. Alicia saw my makeshift bed on the floor of the studio. Literally cushions from... I don't even know what. It's a couch. Couch cushions and... Uh, a, a couch cushion pillow. A, a jacket <laughs> as a blanket. Yep. So I could take a few naps. This is when I work really, really long hours uh, doing my my music that I create. No, you cannot buy my music anywhere. And trust me, you do not want to listen to it unless you are in the cheerleading world. But we are on chapter 15. Um, and this is called The Forbidden Forest. So where we ended off... Uh, Harry and Hermione are running down the stairs, super happy because they got rid of Norbert and they met um, they met uh, the elder Weasley's friends and they're all like, "Yay, Charlie!" Right? I believe it was Charlie. Mm-hmm. Like, "Yay, it's so great! We got our mission accomplished!" And then there's Filch. Damn it! So Filch took them to McGonagall. Oh, we're doing dances and stuff in the hey, <laughs> hit that Millie Rock. What's up with that Millie Rock? Um, that, I, I I would like to believe that. These kids were cool enough to do, like, if this took place in today's, like, t- today's modern day, mm-hmm. that these kids would hit Millie Rocks and hit I some don't even know what any of that is. You don't know Millie Rock? No, is? please don't do it. You're embarrassing me. She doesn't know about the Millie Rock. And she'd, you know, hit a floss, maybe a, a shoot, you know? No, I'm dancing here in the studio. She doesn't know what time it is. <laughs> Alicia, can you floss? My teeth, yes, every night. <laughs> no, I don't, back, I don't know what that kid is. kid dance now? No? Yeah, I floss my teeth every night. Oh Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Alicia <laughs> is not cool like I am. I'm, I'm st- not. First of all, Jonathan's not cool either. <laughs> Don't lie to the people. They think I'm cool. Okay. Um, if you think I'm cool... <laughs> Uh, you don't think he's cool, so we just, won't have any write-ins. Just on say this what's one. up. It's all good. You don't have to write in. Just be like, "Yeah, what's up?" If you think if you think Jonathan's cool, if you think Alicia's cool, just keep on listening. Be, if you think off, Alicia's cool, you're... don't turn off the podcast. <laughs> if you think Alicia's cool, if you think so, Alicia's cool, you don't think she's cool because she's not. So we are that not. Out there. We are the least coolest people that you could know, <laughs> <laughs> or we might be the coolest depending on depending on you know if you like our podcast. But then that makes you the coolest person because you like our podcast. Wow. So, We're getting nerdier by the minute. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they go to McGonagall's office. Phil takes them to McGonagall's office. And she is pissed. She just had to deal with, with, with Malfoy. And nobody wants to deal with Malfoy. Malfoy doesn't want to deal with Malfoy. Malfoy wakes up in the morning, looks at the mirror. No, he probably looks at the mirror and it's like, what's up? Malfoy probably loves himself. But nobody else wants to deal with Malfoy. So I can't, So obviously, McGonagall doesn't want to deal with Malfoy at 12.30 at night. 
you know, he's outside of bed and she's got to go deal with Snape and Malfoy. Oh, God, what a terrible night that is. And she was in her nightgown and everything. Oh, fuck. Man, if I have the same reaction as her because I like my sleep. Oh, yeah, for sure, 100%. <laughs> so then they, um, she's like, it's 1 a.m., I can't believe you. Uh, but Neville got caught too because Neville was trying to find them to tell them that he knew that Malfoy was coming to find them. It doesn't matter. At that point, Neville is just... Look, I give Neville... At this point, I give Neville a lot of credit. He's trying to be um, a hero. He's trying to like help them. It's more, I think it's more or less he doesn't want them to lose any more points, but he's trying to be their friend and trying to help them out, I think. He's trying really hard to be their friend. I think that's what it is. And he's he comes in like that's why I like about the books over the movies because the books uh, really go into a lot of um, deep diving about Neville and his relationship with the trio, where the movies never really do. No, that he was definitely a side character until they needed him to be something else. Well, what I will say about the movies, with the movies, the movies didn't mean for it to do this, but the but the actor who played Neville hit puberty like a fucking train. For real. And. That's pretty much what I feel like happened to Neville anyway in the books. Like he got he got tall, he got better looking, he got more muscular. I don't know. He if got he really, more confident. Yeah, it, I sure. feel like I feel like the book does that too, and he did that in real life. So good for him. Good for kudos. We'll talk more about that when we hit to those movies and stuff. But it was literally like night and day. One day he's like this chubby little kid, and the next day like what Neville? Did they recast <laughs> him? No. Okay. <laughs> pretty much. Um. So yeah. So. She said, I, I wrote this down because I thought it was really funny. McGonagall said that, that the kids made up some cock and bull story. Now, I'm going to start using that term because it sounds so fun. That's like one of those things when, you know, you move here from Florida or New Jersey and people will have those weird Southern sayings that you're just like, what yeah. do you mean? Well, everyone That's thought, one of those things. Everyone thought I was weird because I didn't know, I did, I'd never had a mint julep, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was a bartender back in Miami and stuff, and so they're like- Yeah, but that's not like a normal thing to order no, at a bar. No, it's not. I don't think I ever made a mint julep once in my life, right? I worked at a, at a pool bar, so no one's going to order a mint julep at a pool bar. And no one's going to order that anywhere besides here anyway. Yeah, and then, so they were like, you've never had a mint julep? And then they're like, you don't like Kentucky bourbon or whiskey? And I'm like, no, that's, I mean, like, I mean, I have no problem drinking it. Don't get me wrong, but it's not something that I'm like going out of my way to like, and here they're just like, you know, it's all about the bourbon and what, now, this, if you ever come to Louisville, just, just go downtown Louisville and walk into any bourbon bar and you're good to go. Yep. They're all good and they're all, they all think they're the best bourbon bar in the state of Kentucky. Um, so yeah, so they got detention. Oh, oh, the cock and bull story was that there was a dragon to get Malfoy out of out of bed to get him in trouble. And then she convinced Neville that they they thought it was funny that he heard the story too. Yeah, which was mean. It kind of hurt my feelings for Neville. Yeah, but Neville and Neville is probably the thing about Neville too in this in this situation is that he's dealt with them enough that he knows that that might be true. Shit, that might be true. Yep. <laughs> and they're 11. Again, we had to take this back. They're 11 and they're fucking with dragons. Remember in the last episode, they had to carry the they had to carry the dragon up to the fucking um to the top of the tower when uh, so. when Hagrid should have fully taken care of that in all respects. There should have been no 
questions asked about that. Speaking of dragons and stuff, I watched a YouTube video yesterday, or was it this morning? I can't remember. And it was about these people who have a, a dwarf alligator as a pet. It Well, they're a reptile sanctuary, mm-hmm. and... Um, and so they have like snakes and lizards and all this sort sort of stuff, right? And somebody somebody had got the alligator, and they um they had abused it or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't. I don't know the whole story. But they. But instead of it was too um no zoo would take it because it wasn't like it it was it had too many issues, so they couldn't give it to a zoo. So they just decided to keep it and take care of it. And they literally, it literally is like a pet to like a dog. It was so funny, like the way it would follow them around and stuff. I'll show you the video later, but like there's a part of it where it's like sitting under its heat lamp, just like with its mouth open. (laughs) And then they show him this like orange Frisbee and it goes ballistic because the orange Frisbee means food. Like it's like if you shake a dog food thing and the dog, I was like, whoa, that's amazing. (laughs) And you know, I'm from Miami. I've seen so many alligators in my life. Legitimately, there was an alligator, there was like five or six that that were in front of, not maybe not, there's maybe like two or three, but that were in the canal in the house I grew up in. So it's like, speaking of dragons, I just thought, I'll show you the video later. (laughs) Sidetracked. Everyone look up the alligator video. It was was like reptile or something. I don't know. Anyway. So yeah. So they all, they, they all got the tension, all four of them. And they each lost 50 points for their house. So Gryffindor lost 150. I want to know how we went from like, you lose five points, you lose five points to you were out at night, so you lost 50. Well, here's my other thing. It seems like it's so hard to get points, but so easy to lose them. Yeah, for sure. Like the first week you've already lost, like, like I sneezed in class, 10 points. It just seems so easy for them to lose points. And a lot of points, apparently. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone. Like, I, you have to be. Can you? How long does it take you to build fifty points? Like, they're always like, mm, "Here's five points." Here's yeah, you get an answer points. right. Here's one point. Well, I mean, you got. How, I think it goes down to how many kids are in each class. So we'll say maybe like seventy-five kids in each class. You know, in each house, right? And let's say if each kid gets a point a day, you know, seventy-five points a day. I highly doubt they're getting that many points a day. But let's just, you know, we're just spitballing numbers here. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you would you would presume that Ravenclaw would be winning more than anything, minus the Quidditch stuff, just because of of how smart they are. Yeah, so for like getting answers correctly. Yeah, I mean if that's if you're getting points for that, you would think they'd just be racking up all the points. And then Quidditch, sure, let Slytherin or Gryffindor win fifty points for for and stuff like that. But that's what they're worried about. This is again what they they always she always has a way of bringing bringing you back that these are kids. They're not worried about the fact that. Um, they just got the tension and they're like, no, the house cup. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, the house points. Oh no. Like if I was, I would be like, shit, I'm going to get fucking expelled from my, from my magic school. That's what I'd be worried about. I wouldn't give a shit about house points. Yeah. I'd be worried yeah. about getting expelled from anyway. So, um, the day, the, the week goes on. Harry is, uh, Harry gets a nice little punch in the gut about what it's like to be <laughs> in the limelight because when you're doing things right, everyone loves you. When you do something wrong, everybody hates you. And he, people are just, you know, not being nice to him, and they're giving him dirty looks. And Hermione does the smart thing, and she just keeps her head down. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because she's smart. Yes. Head down. Don't, I don't know what's happening. Don't draw attention to yourself anymore. Yep, that's it. I'm just going to keep my head down. I'm going to do my work, and I'm not going to say nothing to nobody, and everything's going to be all good. Um... Which really is the best, the best thing in this situation. And Harry does the same thing. Harry says that he's going to uh, keep his, 
you know, stay out of the, stay out of trouble, is what he says. Uh, that doesn't really go very well, and we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> so, he, Harry is walking um, from class to the common room, I believe, and he overhears Quirrell sound like he's about, he's getting threatened and he's about to cry, and so Harry's like, uh, he sees Quirrell leave the the room, the what's it called, the um. Defense Against the Dark Arts Room, and Harry's... The I thought it was a teacher's lounge. He, Maybe it was, I don't... I think it was the Defense Against the Dark Arts Room. It might have been the teacher's lounge. And it was he, some room. And he peeks in, and he's like, no, 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 I said I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put my nose where it doesn't belong any longer. Harry, that's the smartest thing you, you've literally said the entire series, I wish, I wish you would have st- stuck to that. There would be literally no more story... You turn the page, the end. <laughs> Harry minded his own fucking business. The end. <laughs> and then the next book. Harry and Harry and the test. Harry goes to school, studies, passes his test. Harry passes his owls and doesn't know what he wants to do with his life because without all these events he would not have done what he did with his life. <laughs> um so yeah. So he decides though that he's going to look inside and he thinks he sees somebody but there's no one to see is a thing you know um so he goes to ron comes he goes to the library that's where he's going and so ron's like ron's like let's go let's figure this out let's do it it's like ron shut the fuck up you didn't get detention you didn't just lose 50 points from gryffindor like and half this crap is because of ron because if he didn't leave that note in that stupid book that Malfoy stole, then he would have never known where to get this. Well, so Ron Shut up. Literally, like, just just well, shut and up. And then he says and then he says, It's okay, Fred and George get loses points loads of times. Everyone still loves them. Yeah, Fred and George are are crack ups, they're cracking jokes, they're They're, they're losing probably five points at a time. Yeah, they're not doing they're not losing fifty points at a time. Ugh, Ron, just just shut up. But Hermione has it right. She's like, no, we need to go to Dumbledore. That should have been it. Okay? Even if they don't have any proof, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look, something's going to happen with the Sorcerer's Stone. We know we're not supposed to know about it, but we do. This is what we know. We just need to let you know. It's kind of like a National Treasure, right? One of my favorite movies. One of the worst movies. But one of my favorite movies, okay? Where they go to the FBI, they go to all these people, and they're like, look, Someone's going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Nobody believes them, but it happens. Mm-hmm. At least tell them. At least at a minimum. Oh, I, you got to tell them because then you get the whole, well, told you so. I tried to tell you. You didn't want to believe <laughs> I, me, but I tried I to tell you. I told you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, whatever. So, they go on with their day, and the next day they're eating breakfast or lunch or something, and then they get they get notes saying that they have their detention. They meet Filch in the Great Hall at night, and they go... And Filch takes him down to Hagrid's hut. Now, Filch said something interesting. And knowing what happens in this situation, I would have much rather had the old punishment that Filch was talking about. Here's what I don't understand this entire chapter because this is what you punish your 11 year olds to do. Like something that you. Okay, they're, they get in trouble for being out past their bedtime. So their punishment is to be out until dawn in a freaking forest don't they i'm hoping this is a friday at a minimum you know so they don't have class the next day but like what 
Yeah. Well, it says he says that he that they would hang you by the by your wrist from the ceiling for a couple of days. What happens to them in this night? I would much rather be hung by my wrists in the ceiling for a couple of days. <laughs> just, just overall, how they came up with this punishment, I don't understand. My question is, if you get hung by your wrists from, from the ceiling, how do you go to the bathroom? Do you just pee on the floor? Apparently, and I'm like really short, so that would be a lot of strain on my wrists. Like my toes wouldn't be anywhere near the ground. I would think it's pretty high. I don't feel like they just literally hang you. Like it's probably one of those things where you have to like, I don't know, we, we had to look up into like medieval torture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, Filch is a dick. And oh, so whatever. So they go to detention with Hagrid, and Filch is <laughs> Filch like, is a dick. And, and Filch anyway, comes back. Filch comes <laughs> comes to him and is like, I, "If you come out in one piece, fuck you, Filch. You're eleven year old. You want these kids to come out maimed and almost dead? Yes, yeah, because he's a miserable soul. It's because he's a squib. Do we know that yet? <laughs> no one knows what a squib is yet, right? Uh, a squib is a squib is. <laughs> and no, we don't know that yet. We don't know that until like way later. Okay, well, a squib is someone who is not magical, born into a magical family. It's the opposite of a Muggle-born. So, so he's just bitter and old. Uh, Malfoy is bitching and complaining. He's like, "Wait till my father finds out." Hagrid's like, "He will say it's what it was like when I was at Hogwarts." Well, now I want to know how much trouble, uh, you know, old Daddy Malfoy was getting into. Probably a lot, but oh, he was a super asshole. I don't, I don't know. I I go back and forth. When you really get into Malfoy, into into Lucius? Um, and Lucius, and you see how he is later in the series, right? He's kind of a pushover. I think, oh, well, in later in the se- series, like, way later, yeah. But I kind of see him as being that, like, he wouldn't get in trouble because he's, like, so stuck up and, like, I don't... His personality in general doesn't strike me as one person who would, like, be sneaking out after midnight or he feels... I feel like he would just be, like, that know-it-all stuck-up guy who is yeah. super douchey. I think he was just too much of like a like they're like, hey Lucius, we're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the to the kitchens and get cakes. He'd be like, uh, cake. Just have the just have the house elves figure. Do we know the house elves work for the minute? Whatever. Anyway, we learn about house elves literally in the, the next, next in the next book, which is like two chapters away. Oh, we're almost done with book one. So in case you all didn't know, what's going to happen is uh, at the end of book one, we're going to watch the movie and we're trying to figure out how we want to do it, whether we want to watch the movie and record the podcast at the same time. Uh, Alicia doesn't want to do that because she thinks it's going to be too long of a podcast. So it'll be like a two hour podcast. I mean, obviously we'll edit it down for time, but um, or we do and like we it would even be do. even longer because we need to like stop and talk about points. I feel like we should watch it and take notes and we just don't know. We'll figure it out before then. So at the end of this book. Uh, we're going to watch the movie and we're going to just talk about what we liked about the movie versus the book, how we think the movie could have been better. Like just basically a, an overall review of the movie, I, I feel like compared to the, to the book is what we'll probably end up doing. And um, uh, and also on Sunday, we're going to be watching and recording, I guess however we do Fantastic Beasts is how we'll do the, yeah. the movies from here. <laughs> So on Sunday, we're going to be watching and then recording a podcast about Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them 1, uh, because Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them 2 comes out next weekend. Hey, hey it comes out on... It. No, stop doing that. 
It comes out on Thursday. So what we'll probably do is we'll probably record, mm-hmm. then go watch the record a normal a normal episode, then go watch the movie, come back, record a reaction rea- episode, and then later that weekend watch it take you know take notes and and, and then alicia will be miserable at work the next day but we're, we're ready well, i'll for be her. miserable at work too you work from your home that doesn't mean, I, you get I'm to take a nap on the, on the damn floor, floor. <laughs> <That doesn't> <laughs> <laughs> i don't get to take a nap on the floor at work <laughs> i get in trouble for that <laughs> um yeah and then we'll go back later in the weekend and watch and watch it and take notes and and really try to really dive into what we think about the movie so you're gonna have <laughs> three <laughs> Um, in the next two weeks, you're going to have three bonus episodes all about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, if you like, if you actually like our podcasts, what's up? You got you got <laughs> some golden content coming your way. Also, uh, we're going to do what we hate. We're plugging a sponsor here. This week's podcast is brought to you by Alicia and I because nobody sponsors us. <laughs> <laughs> Just plug the most po- sponsor in the middle of the episode. We're the most popular sponsors. <coughs> us. This podcast was brought to be by me because this all this po- equipment this is This podcast mine. is about to be sponsored by uh, Panda Express because we eat there every week. Right, that's what we should do. We should reach out. We actually hey. bro- we actually changed it up and went to Chick-fil-A this week. Yes, and it was the not Chick-fil-A-est experience of my life. No, they did, I did not get in my They pleasure. were not happy at all. I just think she was having a bad day. Her boyfriend broke up with her. Now she's going to have Chick-fil-A that's traumas. Okay. okay, so can we go back to the podcast? <laughs> we're so far off. Base we could have a podcast just about like a normal conversation and everyone would be like what is going on here that would be a fun podcast to just like have like our like not talk for a week and then be like so alicia what happened <laughs> no <laughs> alicia and i no. talk pretty much every day too about like normal life too anyway so so they split up and go into the um into the forbidden forest because they're looking for something that's killing unicorns and so unicorns are extremely magical creatures in in the world of of, uh, of Harry Potter. But there are also magical creatures in the real world. You know, I mean, they don't. We know that they don't exist. But back in you know back in the day, they they used to believe that they're real. And there's actually uh, queens uh, would be given unicorn uh, horns as gifts and be like, oh, this is a unicorn horn. Now it's a narwhal tusk was what they got. And it's the um, unicorns of the sea. Yes, the unicorn of the sea. And a narwhal's tusk is actually a big old tooth that just shoots out of their face. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> That's actually the only part of that movie I like. I just, they just came out with an Alex and Ani bracelet that says that, and now I need it. That's awesome. I actually think I think it's really cool. I always say that to Reggie at night because um, <laughs> Reggie is my is my little dachshund, and I'm like, and I'll be like, bye. And like at night, uh, I'll come downstairs to the studio and work while my wife goes to bed. And as I walk out of the room, I always say bye, buddy, to to Reggie. And then Chris is like, hope you find your dad. It's almost it's almost a nightly thing with us. Um, it's one of those weird marriage things, you know. Um, but yeah, so, but did you know, here's a fun fact about narwhals. There is not a single narwhal in captivity. Would they be hard to keep? Like, I feel like they're really big. They're not that big. They're no bigger than a beluga, but they got that giant tusk. And, and they would the, spear the fuck out of everyone. And they live in Arctic waters, so you got to keep the waters much colder, which is harder to keep waters We are not uh, advocating for narwhals to be kept in captivity, no, by not. the way. It's just a random fact. Um... I have this thing about zoos that and and uh, and like SeaWorld and all that kind of stuff that like I agree that we should not be capturing any animals actively. Actively, uh, the animals that are there now, I think that they need to be kept as happy and healthy as possible because because they're already there until and until there is a legitimate 
um, uh, see, uh, what are they called? Reservation mm-hmm. for them. Right now, there aren't any that are legitimately like viable currently, like where they can like for like like that. Um, there's just it's just too expensive. It's just not yeah. viable right now that they can do it. Until it is, like I wish Elon Musk would be like, you know what? I'm saving all the fucking orcas. I'm creating this giant like thing, sea reservation where they don't have to worry about uh, predators coming and getting them or anything like that. You know, I wish he would because he's probably the one who could do it. Or Jeff Bezos, the guy who runs Amazon, because it needs a lot of money to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and and with zoos, I feel like well, zoos I've been to a lot lately where they are only pulling like rehab animals that can't go yes. back into the wild which is fine i agree with that too or if it's a situation where it's like a breeding like where they have like like a like where it's a breeding program and mm-hmm. stuff like that i'm okay with that as well i am not okay with actively catching animals for the purpose of entertainment yes like they just i, they, I agree and i have this argument all the time because everyone thinks that they just need to be let back out in the wild and that's never going to work no. because they're all going to die because they can't defend for they can't fend for themselves because they don't well, can know you imagine how putting that little alligator that they that they saved it back in the they would, it would die the next day yeah exactly it and thinks it's a dog same thing with people getting on sea world about at least sea world is yes the whole concept is messed up but they're actively trying to expand what they do have because they already know that they fucked up yeah they, they're like oh we're done yeah, they know they fucked up. They're trying their best to get, you know, bigger enclosures and everything. So, I mean, they have them. There's nothing they can do at this point. The worst one is, have you ever been in the Miami Aquarium? No. Oh, that, that tank that, the, that, the, that Lolita is in is disgustingly small. Like, my bathtub is, is bigger than that thing. No, it's not. I have a tiny bathtub. <laughs> but anyway, back on track. Sorry, that was a big... Like I said, we could have a podcast just talking shit about our normal conversations. If you would like to, ha- to you hear literally a do not want to think about the things that we talk about on the car ride over here. We don't we want to do this. We just have to shut up whenever we're together. Just not talk for a week, and, and our podcast is our time to catch up. Let us know if you think that we should that, that you would like to hear us just ramble on in our normal <laughs> podcast. Just ramble. One of my favorite podcasts uh, is called N Word with Opinion, but it's not N Word. It's the actual N Word, and it's three. It's these three guys that all they do is talk shit. And it's so funny. One of the guys, Ricky Prince, he's a he's a huge University of Miami fan, and he's a big advocate of the on University of Miami Twitter. Um, and him and I interact a lot on Twitter. That guy is so funny. I would love if I could have a podcast like that. But I don't. We don't have time to do two podcasts. <laughs> Maybe in January when my schedule slows down, we can think about it. Anyway, so yeah, so they so they're looking for something that's that's killing. Um, Back to Harry Potter. Yeah. (laughs) Back to Harry Potter. They're looking for something that's killing um, unicorns. And um, Malfoy said it was a werewolf. And Harry's the whole time is like, oh, it's a werewolf. And and Hagrid's like, it's not a werewolf. And then something happens like, is that a werewolf? And Hagrid's like, no, it's not. It's not a werewolf. They said they literally specifically said slithering in one point. And they were like, is that a werewolf? Yeah. Yes. Werewolf slither now. He even says, he even says a werewolf isn't fast enough to catch it. And then he sees something, something happens. Like, is that a werewolf? No, Harry, it's (laughs) not a fucking werewolf. We don't deal with werewolves until book book three. three. Why don't you know this? (laughs) (laughs) God, Harry, you're so stupid. (laughs) Like, we get it. They're werewolves in the world of Harry Potter. Got it. Done. And you know, we don't hear about werewolves again until book three. Yes. 
So, okay. So, um, <coughs> all of a sudden there's a noise. Harry's like, is that a werewolf? Hagrid's like, no, you fucking idiot. It's not a werewolf. <laughs> and it's a centaur. I think centaurs are... Did that sound like hooves to you? I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think centaurs are are the are the coolest creature but i love in in like whenever they make fun of them and they do the opposite it's like a horse head on a man body i always love when they do that my god which that is um that is a very funny uh thing to envision just imagine like a horse head on a man body that's so funny to envision it's the same like when you do the opposite of mermaids right there's like the fish head with the with a bot with a human yeah. body well there's a, there's a there's an episode of family guy where that happens it might not have been family guy it might have been american dad i don't know one of those cartoons and it's like and it comes out and it's uh it's the opposite and they're like what how are you gonna have sex with me if i have a fish body <laughs> <laughs> i think it was family guy it was just one of those quick little <laughs> jokes it was so funny it, it, it cracked me up and the okay so the santor's name is ronin right or and i had a friend um named Rowan, right? So for the longest time, I used to, th- I used to like be like, ah, oh, I like that centaur. And he's like, no. He <laughs> one, he didn't know what I meant. I would be like, like the college in New Jersey, Rowan. Well, anyway. And so for a long time, he didn't know what I meant. And then he, him and I don't, we don't talk anymore. I was kind of, I was kind of a dick to him. And we didn't really like each other. So we weren't really friends. It was just a guy that kind of hung out with us. Okay. Um, good. Good talk, Jonathan. I actually don't talk. I actually don't talk to any of those guys anymore that, that included that that uh, Rowan situation. Anyway, okay. um, but I do have a piece of equipment for my camera company called a Ronin. So you know, a. Oh um, The centaur keeps saying that Mars is bright tonight um, because the centaurs are um, are stargazers and they're and they're they, they there's future seers and all that kind of stuff but they use the stars to do it and they speak in very like um, like so if you ask that so they're trying to tell him because because Hagrid asked if he has seen any if they had seen anything and Hagrid is tr- and they're trying to tell him what we what they've seen right but Hagrid doesn't know what that means Hagrid doesn't know that that, that Mars is bright tonight Hagrid doesn't know that that that, that means there's trouble Right, um, but they keep telling him like, and then here comes another centaur. Um, what was his name? It's um, like Mercury's in retrograde. What was the other centaur's name? Bruce. Forens. Huh. Forens, or he calls him Forensi in this book, and I've always thought not it was y- not yet. Frenzy comes later. Ronan. There's three. Um, Bane. No, Bane. Bane, yeah, com- Bane. I Bane. thought Bane comes way later, but no. I don't know. Yeah. So Bane comes out, and he's like, blah blah blah. And they're like, have you seen anything? And he's like, oh, Mars is bright tonight. Like, oh, like. Yeah. Yeah, got it. We've heard. And Hagrid's like, well, fuck you guys. I don't know what the (laughs) fuck you're talking about. So they go on and they're looking around for shit and whatever. And then all of a sudden, Red Sparks get shot up. And Hagrid's like, stay here. Now, I have to tell you that uh, they split up. I think I forgot to say that. They split up. uh, Neville and Malfoy and Fang go off in one direction which is this is I like look fang is a giant english mastiff i get it, it's a big dog that's a little i'm sorry hagrid that's a little irresponsible to send the kids off on their own with freaking with a dog i mean i get it bane is a big dog a big scary dog that goes in the forest with you all the time but uh, it's a little irresponsible there hagrid and so hagrid has harry and hermione so um, sparks fly up, 
And Hagrid's like, stay here, and just goes running, just takes off, right? I wish everyone could see my face every time you said <laughs> <"Pachoo."> <laughs> <laughs> Um, So they're standing there, and the, the thing about, if you've never been in a forest in the middle of the night, it is one of the creepiest things you could do. Because it's not quiet at all. It is. It's not quiet at all, but at the same time, it is. And it's that's that weird, like deafening quiet like because it can be so quiet that it's that like you start hearing things that you normally wouldn't hear and you hear every uh every rustle of branches every also just uh, after sound just think about it you can't see anything but you don't know what can see you yeah that's literally terrifying a hundred percent because the human eyes are terrible in the dark. Yes. So you could be standing in the middle of a forest, not see a single thing, not ha- think that nothing's around you, and there are a million things that can see you. And at 11 years old, like, okay, like, if you're, like, a, if you're a someone like Hagrid that goes off into the forest all the time and you know about all these animals, and you over here, like, you're like oh that's a blah 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 right but if you're 11 you're like what the fuck is that noise (laughs) for sure that's me uh i mean that's me now at 34 for sure so um so hagrid brings back malfoy and fang and neville and he's like all right uh neville you stay with me harry you go off with malfoy and fang again again he sends off so harry's like the saving grace of this uh this thing now uh, they're like you know it didn't work out with the two kids at this combination so let's send harry potter who already doesn't like like there's literally no way if you set me off into the forest with my sworn enemy right and a fucking dog that's it fuck it i might punch somebody i don't know what happened to my foot must have been that werewolf <laughs> i told you i heard a werewolf I d- it was slytherin Woo! oh there you heard it you heard it <laughs> um so they, but they find, they find the unicorn. It's dead. And Harry says it's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. Beautiful and sad. It's just, that's like, um, it's like when you hear good, good like pian- dark piano music is, is like what I, it's the way I think of it. Cause like dark piano music can be so sad and so beautiful at the same time. I'm a musician. So yeah. Was, so I'm sitting here looking at Jonathan like he's insane. Cause I have no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. Like the right notes, you know, um, what's that song? Uh, semi charm kind of life. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes and the four right notes can make me cry when I'm with you. I feel like I could die and that would be yes. all right. All right. But I don't particularly have those feelings towards music. I do. Although I could tell you, that Ariana Grande's new song is really good. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Alicia. Alicia did tweet out uh, earlier this week. Like, I don't want to like Ariana Grande's new song, but at the same time, yes. <laughs> no, the first time I listened to it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then it played again, and I was like, "Okay." And then the next time, I'm up on my bed, fucking singing and having a good time, and I was like, "All right, good song, got it." So how's your how's your Latin lover? Let's not do this. Okay, so back to Harry Potter. <laughs> now, mind you, he isn't Latin. He's Caribbean because oh my he's God. from Cuba. Enough. Like me. Bring it back. Like myself. Okay. Bring it on back. Bring it on back. Bring it on back. Woo! You didn't do that at cheer camp? 
Yes. Okay. Anyway, Alicia <coughs> did, and I did both go to cheer camp. Not together, though. No. Um, so, anyway, there's this hooded thing drinking the unicorn blood. Malfoy takes off. He's like, fuck this shit. I don't know what that is. I'm gone. Fang follows Malfoy. Fuck you, Fang. See, why are you going to send that dog? That dog didn't do shit. The dog didn't protect it. Didn't even fucking bark. Just left. So, Harry's there, standing alone, scar burning, like a hunk of hunk of burning love. He, it is flaming on him. And out of nowhere, right before, oh, the, um, the hooded creature comes right at, right at them. Okay? But right before he can get him, here comes a centaur, dun, 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 saving the day. Right, now that's Forenzi, okay? Yes. And Forenzi's like, like, scares it off and it goes running. And so he's like, get on. They, they start going, whatever. But I swear that the narrator says his name wrong because I'm pretty sure in the movie they call him Ferenz, which is what I always thought it was. Hmm. Well, we're not reading it, so we have to interpret it how it's been told to us. Yes. Forenzy. Okay. Until we watch the movie and then it's going to be Ferenz. Yes. <laughs> um, so the centaur seems to love Harry. He's like, you're, you're the Potter boy. I'm going to save your life. You know, the stars, uh, the stars have taught me this, but I can't get involved, but I don't want you to die, so get up, let's go. And uh, Harry was just like, what the fuck is going on here? He's like, my head hurts, I need a Tylenol, this thing is coming after me, there's a beautiful fucking dead creature, there's a new fucking centaur out of nowhere, I'm 11, it's... It's like it's a lot at once. Bedtime. <laughs> it's way past my bedtime. What the He's fuck tripping is going out. <laughs> on? Now, at this point, again, if I'm Harry, I would be like, is all this really happening? Am I no. going to wake up tomorrow under the I'm cupboard? On a, I'm in a huge acid trip, I think. There's, there's so much crazy shit happening in this one moment that would just make me question, like, am I in a coma? I'm like, <laughs> did I fall into a coma? <laughs> like, there's, like, all the, my, forget everything else. This one point, right, where the centaur is talking about the sky and the stars and this weird thing, and there's a fucking unicorn that I didn't know existed until this moment. I always thought they were fake, but there it is. And dragons. I would literally think I'm in a coma or something. Yes, this is where you definitely think that you're tripping like, out. Like, this is an episode of Doctor House, <laughs> right? There's, like, mold in the house. That call, that, I don't know. Anyway, but Frenzy talks about how unicorns are these sacred creatures and to kill them is this heinous crime against nature. That uh, unicorns are defenseless animals, these beautiful defenseless animals. And that if you drink their blood, though, they can keep you from dying. You could be within an inch of death and their blood will keep you from dying. But because you killed such a pure, beautiful creature, you, um, you're cursed. But they don't talk about what the curse is. What is that? Like you say, you lived a cursed life. So what kind of cursed life? Um, I just... Do you have diarrhea every day? Like, <laughs> Cursed life, like... I feel like they explain it more in the movie. It's like... I just, I just believe, like, you're not whole. I mean, yeah, maybe they do explain it. You're just, you're just never... You're like, yeah, it keeps you alive, but you're not alive. But you're like... Yeah, you're like... You're so far into evil that you're, like, not a... Yeah. Well, we come to find out that... Um, that later in that whole scene, like, literally the next paragraph... Uh, Frenzy tells tells him like what person or what thing would be trying to would be so sinister that it's that it's gonna drink uh, unicorn blood 
to keep itself alive uh, be- while it tries to find something that's that's going to be more powerful to keep it alive. And that's what hits Harry, Voldemort. Now we can finally talk about him again. Voldemort, Voldemort. is fucking back. He never died. He kind of like became this whole shell of himself, but whatever. Um, but he hasn't said anything. Like, like, Harry's <laughs> just processing this whole situation. Um, he explains all that. And uh, and they go back to the to the castle. Like they meet back up with everybody. Whatever they go back to the castle. Harry's telling um, Ron, Ron and, and Hermione Ron. what Frenzy said. And he's like, "Snape's getting the stone for Voldemort." Like, shut the fuck up. That's not. That's just get Snape out of your fucking mouth. But he doesn't know that yet. Still. But you know what? In 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 their defense, Snape has not done anything to make them think otherwise either. Yes. No. That. But it's a interesting i mean like i've met people and they've never made me feel like they weren't a murderer so does that mean that like they killed someone in their backyard last night probably not <laughs> yeah it's just it's, it's, they're just i understand they don't like the guy but he hasn't done anything to prove that it is him but he also hasn't done anything to prove that it isn't so but the same thing with mcgonagall mcgonagall hasn't done anything to prove him anyway whatever <laughs> so my whole thought about this whole scene is how many times Ron is like freaking out because he says Voldemort every Yeah, he's second. like, shut up. Stop saying his name. Which comes back around. Yes. Well, I think um, <coughs> I think we could talk about the name curse because they don't ever really go into too much. I mean, they do. Do they? Yep. But much later. Like the last book. Okay, so I'm not going to talk about it then. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then so this the 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 chapter ends. He, they go back up to the bed, to their to their dorms, to their to their um, to their beds, and the the invisibility cloak is on his bed, and it's in a note that says "just in case." Now, who could have done that? We will find out <laughs> uh, in the next couple chapters, <laughs> guys. We are almost done. We literally have two chapters less. So, like I said, stay uh, stay tuned um, to Sunday uh, Sunday night. Or afternoon, we're going to watch um, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, and we're going to put that as a bonus episode where we're going to talk about it, and we're going to try to be as analytical as possible. So, if you don't want spoilers, if you've never seen it or anything like that, do don't not listen. listen to that episode. But if you have, then definitely listen to that episode because we are <laughs> going to go into so much detail. That that podcast might be two hours long just from the amount of detail we're going to because we're going to pause it, we're going to write stuff down, we're going to go deep into into fantastic beasts and where to find them especially because this is the new developments that we're finding yes so like we are going to have we're theories gonna and things. thoughts and link over to the original story and it's going to be fun maybe do some research in between oh yeah oh yeah this is we're definitely going to get real deep when we talk about fantastic beasts like we do some research for hours and then we're like okay do some research. I'll FaceTime you later. <laughs> yes. It's going to be funny because the movie's like an hour and 45 minutes long, but it's probably going to take us about three and a half hours to watch the movie. <coughs> and the podcast itself will probably be about two hours. Um, but yeah, but tune in for that. And then tune in later in the week for Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. And we got to do a normal episode. And we have a normal episode. This is, this is an exciting time. On top of all that. I have to do God knows how many mixes and <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good time next and week. Is my, go- uh, my job is in the middle of transitioning to our new location and no one knows what our schedule is going to be next week. So, um, 
it should be interesting. We're going to fit all this stuff in. Because as of right now, my schedule started out this week as 7 to 3. And then on Wednesday, it was 7 to 3.30. And then today, it changed from 9 to 5.30. And tomorrow, it might be my 9 to 5.30, I think. And then next week, we don't know what our schedule is going to be. So Oh, and Saturday gonna- is my first is my cheer team's first competition. It's next Saturday, so I have to deal with that, too. <coughs> so, yeah, we have a lot. Next week is a very busy week. But it's exciting. It's exciting stuff. So tune in on, on probably on Monday. It'll probably, uh, Fantastic Beast will probably drop on Monday. Um, and like I said, we're going to do a midnight. We're going to go Thursday as soon as we can um, to watch it, come back, record, and drop that right away. I, I want that dropped like within like 20 minutes after we after we see it. Well, we got to get back here. So. Well, after we <laughs> record it. Yeah. But thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jonathan. I'm Alicia. And this was the Portkey Cast. And it's time for bed. <laughs>